0: Welcome to the Burn Your Mortgage Podcast. I'm Sean Cooper, and it's great to be back for another episode. On today's show, I'll be talking to Stephanie Jourdier. Stephanie came to Canada in 2017 after spending most of her life and career in Paris, France. She worked for almost 14 years in the asset management, real estate, asset management, and insurance industry, first as an HR specialist and then as a financial controller. In 2020, she and her husband took the plunge and bought a house in Canada in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. They called on my services to help them get a mortgage and were able to savor the joys and surprises of homeownership. It turned out that several unpleasant surprises invited themselves to the party. Stephanie will share her experience with you and offer you some helpful advice along the way. Without further ado, here's my interview with Stephanie Jourdier. Hi, Stephanie. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you.
0: Great. It's wonderful to chat with you on the podcast. I was just saying that this is the first time that I've had a client on the podcast. It's great to have a mortgage client on the podcast and be able to speak with you today. I'm excited to go through your home buying experience and share it with our listeners. I think there's a lot of great takeaways that they're going to get from this podcast interview.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'll tell you a little bit about my experience. My husband and I, we decided to buy a house just before covid And we signed the offer in February 2020 for a handing over of the keys at the end of May. And before signing, we got a home inspection of the property and it returned a good general assessment on this 18 years old house. The uh, fundamentals for the property were solid with a few caveats about the appliances aged more than 15 years. The inspector advised us to get a deeper evaluation done by experts in the month following our property entry. And because we were not sure about what to do, we, just, we discussed the inspection report with you, Sean, because at that time you were a mortgage specialist. And what happened is that we decided to keep part of our down payment for own maintenance expenses and or to make a first prepayment on our
0: mortgage thanks for mentioning that uh, it was great to help you with your mortgage there and uh, i'm sure you're you're glad that you did that when i was buying a property it was tempting to put every penny towards the uh, down payment but if if that had have happened and you didn't have any emergency savings then you would have had to go into debt to pay for some of these expenses so i'm i'm sure that you're glad that you held back some of that money is that correct
1: oh yes we're glad cuz When we finally received the keys, we had quite a journey. I mean, the first week we moved in, the water eater broke down. The burner was clogged. So it was not a really serious issue. But it's just that taking a shower during four days with cold water, even when it's the summer and the outside temperature is hot, it's not a very pleasing pleasant experience.
0: I can imagine that,
1: <laughs> especially when you have three young kids that are not accustomed to take cold bath. Really, it was not funny. What we decided is that even in the middle of our moving, decided to take back the inspector report, read and reread the full lecture of it and we acted upon it so we decided to have our water eater furnace and air conditioning systems evaluated and the rest report is (laughs) was surprising to us but the three systems were to be changed the water eater could give out at any time the uh, level of carbon monoxide was abnormally high for the furnace and the air conditioning system was almost dead. So apparently 18 years old is really an age limit for this type of systems. What we did with my husband is that we took two or three weeks to source providers and make quotes. Then we study the different offers we had and we made our choice during uh, among several options, especially in especially renting or buying the different systems. And finally, we were able to uh, finance uh, these expenses through our home maintenance funds without going into further debt. So that was really nice.
0: That's great to hear. And we were just talking before the podcast, but it seems to me based on the home inspection that you weren't expecting all this stuff to happen at the same time. So I'm certainly sure that you're glad that you held back some of that money because Like I'm sure that you knew that these things needed to be replaced, but you didn't think that they would all happen at the same time. So certainly this does underscore the importance of having an emergency fund. That's for sure. So having to change the water heater furnace and air conditioning system is already quite challenging. Was that the end of your challenges with the property?
1: Uh, Not really. (laughs) In fact, the dishwasher broke down. We couldn't get it started. There was a programming error, and we didn't have the instruction, the instructions procedures. We had to find the manual on the internet. We had to try. We we made different tests and errors and trials and and in the end, in fact, the uh, program did work out again. So well, we were so lucky. <laughs> we saved our dishwasher. So. That was great news and we were quite happy about it. But then, just a few days after, (laughs) the fridge broke down. Oh no. And Yeah, (laughs) and I don't know if you are aware, but with the COVID, it is quite impossible to find a new fridge quickly. It is so hard. (laughs) Uh, In despair, we made a complete cleaning attempt to repair the fridge. And guess what? It worked out. It was crazy stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the fridge was full of dust. We found packs of dust. And the, syst- the the ventilation system was not working properly. But with a clear ventilation, everything returned back to normal in two days. And after, I mean, we were so happy. We saved our fridge, like the dishwasher. So it was... Which is great.
0: It's great to hear.
1: But because of the dishwasher issue we had, because of the fridge issue we had, we decided to do as well a big cleaning of the oven, the washing machine, and also the dryer. And it was really worth it because deep cleanings are not often done by previous owners. And when it's all dirty and you don't do it, if you don't do it yourself, it can create huge problems from the start and as soon as you have the keys of your new property please do a profound cleaning especially on all the appliances that are within your property it will save you bucks and a lot of troubles and that's why in the end we also made the decision to have a gas safety inspector coming in for the fireplace the chimney and also the external gas supply because we just wanted to be sure especially prior to any use, we didn't want to have any kind of problems.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. Better safe than sorry. Uh, but yeah, that that's very great. That's great advice. I'm sorry to hear about your difficulty with your appliances at the beginning. I'm sure that's never fun. I mean, appliances don't seem to ever break at the best time. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, like I had to, I went through a similar experience to you. My washing machine broke during COVID times and, it was luckily, I think we were in phase two at that point in time of the reopening in Ontario. So I was able, originally I thought I had to carry the washing machine down the stairs myself, which I didn't really want to do because it's difficult to carry it down uh, the stairway um, in, in, on its own and, and carrying all that on my own. <laughs> it's just very difficult, but yeah, I'm glad everything you were able to, Like, take care of everything. And that's great advice about cleaning things. Like, even something as simple as changing the furnace filters is such an important thing to do. But if you don't actually remember to do it, you can damage your furnace, which is worth hundreds or thousands of dollars. So definitely I would say, like, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I add reminders for myself, like to Google calendar, or you can do whatever you want. You can write it on a calendar that I need to change my furnace filter every three months so that I don't forget to do it because it could definitely be easy to forget that. Definitely what you said in terms of the deep cleaning, I agree with that. If you just leave appliances and and don't clean them properly, it can do a lot of damage over time. So that's great advice there. So it seems that you were safe and good to go by then. Am I correct?
1: Well, like you, we thought we would be safe with a roof redone in 2017, brand new water heater furnace and air conditioning a free and a dishwasher working again, a gas system double checked. Who would have thought we could have more issues, right? But guess what? <laughs> Not really. At the first rainfalls we discovered uh, two of our windows were leaking and letting water enter into the house. So that was another problem to take care of and this time we decided to repair them ourselves simply because our maintenance fund was not enough to cover this new expense. I mean, we have to save money right now and get a proper budget in place to change all the windows of our property within the next three years. So that's quite a challenge, but truth is we will get over it. I mean, we know we can deal with that. It's not a major problem. I mean, a fund maintenance for the property is something you have to have if you want to take great care of your property. You cannot escape it. You have to get one, period. I really think it is good to have one from the beginning. And once it's gone, uh, it's important to take the lead and get yourself a new one because you need to have some funds and maintenance funds for your property.
0: No, I I totally agree with you, Stephanie. Like when I moved into my property, the home inspection report was pretty good. But then what ended up happening one day in the winter time is that I woke up and then the basement was flooded from the snow and all of a sudden I had to spend all this money repairing my property and this wasn't something that i expect like that i had expected in terms of the expenses so i totally agree that it's in, you know you shouldn't put every single penny towards the paying down the mortgage like it's great to burn your mortgage and get it paid off sooner but certainly it's important to have an emergency fund as well so i definitely think that's good advice and you know sometimes like what you said if you can't afford to make the full repair you just kind of need to improvise like one time with my like there was a, a windstorm and one of the windows blew out of the house. So he just kind of like nailed a board on where the window used to be. And that was kind of his temporary fix until he got the window fixed. So, you know, sometimes when you can't necessarily afford the expenses, uh, uh, the, the repairs or want to just temporarily fix something uh, that, you know, kind of doing a temporary fix like that is, is helpful to do. So, perfect. Thanks for thanks for sharing your experience there. So based on all of your experiences as a homeowner, just be interested to hear, do you have any recommendations or advice for your listeners? Like, I'm sure you would do this all over again, but as they say, hindsight is 2020s. What would you say for somebody buying a new property, perhaps an older property? What advice would you have for them so that they're prepared in a situation like this if this happens to them?
1: Yeah, I have advice of course, because I think a lot of people can use up our experience to their own benefits. I would say that the first advice is that it's worth doing a pre-purchase home inspection. It's really something you have to do. But then if you keep it into a drawer, it won't be of any use. I mean, you have to act upon it. You have to follow up on the advice mentioned into the home uh, inspector report and especially you you have to get a full evaluation done for all the appliances and systems that you have into your new property so that is the first advice get a home inspection and act upon it the uh, second advice i like to give is even if you want to make a night on payment it's a good idea to keep savings for a home maintenance reserve fund it avoids having to take out a new loan, and especially when you already sign up for a significant mortgage over a thirty years period, you just don't want to be more in debt. I mean, this is so important because with this maintenance funds, we were able to be proactive rather than reactive, and in the end, we avoided any uh, additional damages. Such as, for instance, a flooded basement, a fire outbreak, or a gas poisoning. And also, what is really key is we avoided insurance issues and raised insurance premiums. And when you know the price, it can be over the <laughs> over the month and years. I mean, you just don't want to have a raise into your insurance premiums. So that is really key. And the uh, Third advice is, upon arrival into your new property, it is really essential essential to thoroughly clean your household appliances. Like for instance, the fridge, the washing machine, the dryer, do a, a deep cleaning. And uh, surely you will avoid problems and above all, I mean, you'll be able to prolong the, the life of your appliances, which is really good news. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> I want to add something. It may sound surprising, but <laughs> despite all the surprises we had into a new property, we really like our new home. It is nice, it is pleasant, we're into a very good neighborhood, and we're very happy. The house had good fundamentals from the start, and we knew it uh, from the home inspection, But uh, By now, I mean, it has even greater fundamentals. We knew from the start that we would have to make improvements, but (laughs) we thought that we had time. And it's just that for us, everything happened very quickly. We had to change everything in only two, three, four months. So it was really quick, but uh, we were lucky to have the um, necessary funds And we were lucky we could make well-considered choices rather than reacting once, which is really, really nice thing because you want to think twice about the provider you want to use and what you want to do, renting or buying and all. So for us, it was really nice. We had enough time to think about what we really wanted to do. It was a very nice experience. challenging, but a nice experience.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Burn Your Mortgage podcast. Besides being a podcast host, I'm also an independent mortgage broker. If you or anyone you know, family, friends, co-workers, or neighbors could ever use any unbiased mortgage advice or second opinion, feel free to reach out. Email me at Sean, that's s-e-a-n at burnyourmortgage.ca or call or text me at 647-867-3711 for a free mortgage consultation. Also, be sure to head on over to www.burnyourmortgage.ca and sign up for my free weekly newsletter. As a small token of my appreciation, you'll be able to download my ultimate mortgage checklist on choosing the perfect mortgage. I look forward to hearing from you and helping you with all your mortgage needs. Once again, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Burn Your Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave a rating. Until next time, happy mortgage burning.